Disclaimer. This podcast will mostly deal with the relationship between men. The sex scenes will be tastefully described. If you as a listener is comfortable with this subject matter, please sit back and enjoy the program. Welcome, listeners, to a night of mystery, suspense, sci-fi, and romance. This is the two-timer series Collective, a collection created by D.B. Watson, writer of the two-timer series, available on Amazon and Kindle Villa. In this program, you will hear a different tale once a week, read by me, A.J. Carter. If you enjoy any of these stories, please leave a like and a comment. If you'd like a story and want to read more, leave a comment and DB might grant your wish. They would love to hear from you. You can email them at fakesubmite at gmail.com or visit their website and see all their titles. Steps Captain Bess gave the order to go forward to raid a questionable bar at the docks under the suspicion of drug running and money laundering. It was AJ's fourth raid and first briefing. Captain Bess praised him for saving four fellow police officers' lives, earning him a medal from the mayor. After serving the force for three years, he was gunning for detective, and he knew this raid would earn him his promotion. He gave the briefing without flaws. His superiors were watching, and so were a few veterans. The questions tossed at him, he answered with sureness. AJ noticed someone watching him intensely, but he couldn't give him his full attention except noting he had brownish blonde hair and his ice-cold blue eyes sent heat searing through his body. The briefing ended and everyone departed or spoke in small groups before leaving. The man who nearly caused AJ to forget what he was saying at the podium was still eyeing him, fraternizing with a group of men. AJ started to ask him his intentions when Captain Bess called him over to talk with the SWAT team leader. When AJ finished, he turned to find the man had already gone. They arrived at the bar after 3 a.m., getting into positions surrounding it. AJ waited behind a barrier with the first SWAT team. There was radio silence until he gave the order. The SWAT team leader showed AJ the infrared of the inside of the building. Inside, people moved about the closed bar as if they were another business. AJ counted five bodies on the first floor. In the basement, four figures concealed large stacks of cash in the frames of the walls. On the top floor, six bodies worked on computers, exchanging data. AJ glanced around at the other teams, close to his, when he eyed the one who watched him during the briefing in full raid gear, smiling at him and giving him a wink. AJ was unsure how to take the cocky man flirting with him when the job should be his focus. All clear, whispered a voice in AJ's earpiece. He almost ignored the call when his eyes wavered from the man. Okay, move in, AJ ordered. When he glanced back, he found the flirting man was again gone. The raid moved like a silhouette circling the establishment. When the door opened, all hell broke loose. People started running, then the shooting began. They were able to subdue five suspects, two struck in their legs, two in the upper thighs. Right and left, and the last, AJ went toe-to-toe, -to -toe, striking the man in the face with his baton, rendering him unconscious without any kills. AJ split his men off into teams. He took three with him upstairs. He moved cautiously up the steps when gunfire commenced downstairs. AJ needed to stay focused. He knew his men were having a gun battle. There were five rooms on the top floor. AJ had his team separate to check each one. 
AJ aimed his gun and took the last room alone, cautiously moving down the hallway, when suddenly a door flings open, and a figure with a gun rushes out, spraying the hallway with bullets. AJ dropped to the floor and fired back, hitting the shooter in the leg and dropping him to one knee, but not the gun. AJ took another shot, hitting him in the shoulder, making him drop his weapon. The man cried out, only for AJ to spin on his back, kicking the perp's standing leg out from under him and onto his back. AJ rushed and secured the man's wrists behind his back with a zip tie. He rose, relieved he did not have to kill him, when more gunfire exploded behind him when another man came out of a room and pointed his weapon at AJ. AJ had no time to react when a figure came from behind the man and struck him on the side of the face with his elbow, then grabbed the weapon, yanking it from his grip. AJ was stunned as he watched his backup restrain the man. Then he got a good look at him through his helmet and half-face mask. He saw it was the guy with blue eyes. For that short time, they were alone. Thanks, AJ said. You're very welcome, he replied before more officers showed up, and AJ watched as he helped them remove the now-cuffed perps back downstairs. They arrested several people and collected evidence with zero police casualties. AJ stayed on site and helped process the evidence. Once he returned to the station, the sun had risen. Captain Bess ordered AJ to call it a day. AJ obeyed the order. He dragged his feet to the staircase to leave. While AJ moved down the stairs, he noticed someone coming up with his head down. He no longer had a helmet on. His dusty stains laid rustled from his helmet. AJ spotted a bandage wrapped around his right hand while his bulletproof vest hung on his shoulder, and he wore a police-issued t-shirt, allowing AJ to scan his rugged physique. He was his type. Not that he was looking for anyone. He promised himself not to date anyone until he gained his detective badge, but for some reason he could not take his eyes off him. You look like a lost boy, AJ blurted out, wanting to take his words back. When he locked eyes with the blue ones, AJ's promise to himself went out the window. Can I take you to breakfast? Blue Eyes asked. AJ could hear his career-driven self screaming in his head to say no, but when the man smiled at him, all he could say was, Sure. Since you are my commander, I need your permission to leave. You have it. My name's AJ Carter, he finished for him. Yeah, I know. I don't know your name. Adam Potter. Well, Mr. Potter, I'm starving. Thank you for listening. This is a short story by D.B. Watson and read by me, A.J. Carter. Adam Potter and A.J. Chance are characters from the Two-Timer series. It's related to a scene in the first book called The Harlequin. You can find the Thriller series at her website, twotimers.squarespace.com, on audio at audible.com, KDP, Kindle Villa, and paperback at Amazon.com under DB Watson slash Two Timer Series. If you would like to hire me, AJ Carter, to narrate your project, you can find me at aj.cartervo at gmail.com. Thank you, and see you next week.